0: Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 215. This week, we are previewing on the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast our upcoming Royal Caribbean Blog group cruise on Harmony of the Seas after many, 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 many months of waiting. Our group cruise is here, and we're going to talk about what a group cruise is, what we've got lined up for this group cruise, and all the fun things we're looking forward to, even some new things we're going to try for the first time on board Harmony of the Seas. Here we go. You know, there's a few things in this world that get me as excited as going on a Royal Caribbean cruise, and perhaps the only thing that can exceed that excitement, there is something that exceeds that excitement, it's going on a Royal Caribbean cruise with my friends, and this week we're going to be going on Royal Caribbean's Harmony of the Seas as part of a Royal Caribbean blog group cruise, and we'll talk about the group cruise and what it's all about in just a second, but I want to introduce my, my good friend, our special guest today. Annette Jackson from uh, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Welcome back to the podcast, Annette.
1: Hey, so happy to be here and woohoo! Single digits, single digits. I, this is I
0: awesome. I know it. Oh, and we've been Annette and I've been playing these cruise for a, a long time and it's it's so cool that it's
1: finally
0: here. And we get to enjoy it. So let's, first of all, if, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Matt. And more importantly, I want to talk about what the group cruises are. Because a couple of years ago, we came to this realization, epiphany, if you will, that we love going on cruises, but the best part is when we get to cruise together. And Nat and I have taken cruises as friends, you know, for many years before we ever did group cruises. And we're like, you know what, this is a lot of fun. You know, you get you 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 have a, you see a friendly face around the ship. You get to experience things together. And everything is better with friends, including cruising. And so we said, why don't we put together a group cruise? And I remember to this day, you know, uh, the idea came by and I was like, I don't know if it's going to work, guys. I don't think anyone wants to cruise with me, quite honestly. And I, it's going to, you know, it's, it's, it's just not going to work. And, you know, to Annette, to her credit, like, no, 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 no. We'll ma- You'll see. You'll see. And we've been doing it for a Guess number of was years. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In this case – uh, I was just less wrong. That's all I'll say. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and <laughs> we uh, we had the opportunity to do a number of these. We've been on group cruises on Allure of the Seas and Navigator of the Seas and Quantum of the Seas. And now we're doing one on the world's largest cruise ship, Harmony of the Seas. And Annette, we picked this cruise p- primarily because we were going on the latest and greatest Harmony of the Seas cruise. Talk to us about, why, about what you're excited about this ship and also about uh, what makes the group cruise fun for you.
1: Well... For starters, the group cruises are always so much fun because one, you're not cruising with your family; you're cruising with friends. <laughs> <laughs> totally different, totally different, um, and maybe you don't know everybody that's going, but you do by day six, seven, or day two many times. Yes. Um, so it's it's just a different it's a different feeling. It's like you said, it's the seeing everybody, um, experience things together, learning different stuff because everybody cruises differently. So, you know, I'm gonna go and go to the Christopher Columbus show, which I've never seen before.
0: It's the it's like Marvin Columbus. Christopher. Christopher Marvin. Oh, Christopher uh, Colum- yeah.
1: well, I'm sorry. See, I've never yeah. seen it before.
0: That's fun so, show. I love that show. And, and you um, guys so, have
1: talked about it so much, so I'm going.
0: That's right. And on you know what's interesting is when we're talking about um uh, this particular cruise and and you're seeing your friends, I mean, we have so many great folks who are going on the cruise, and many of which are repeat group cruisers, which is even better. That's just you know, obviously that that's a really good sign that they had a good time oh, the yeah. first time, so much so they want to come back again, which is which is really gratifying. And on top of it, the um you know the fact that we get to we get to share uh, a ship like Harmony of the Seas together for some folks is their first time on board. Uh, this I'm lucky enough to have gone on here a couple times already, but I'm. It's going to be even better because when we went on Harmony in July, and many of our listeners remember, remember those episodes a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I were like, we're having a great time. But when we go in September, it's going to be even better because we're going to be there with friends. And that's what's <laughs> so exciting about it. So Sometimes uh, cruising
1: without the group, doesn't it feel a little lonely?
0: It does. It's like, oh, yeah. you know who would love this? Annette. Yeah. There's the bar yeah. that she always goes to, and then there's that thing that Billy does that I don't understand, and he likes to do. It's like, wow, wouldn't that be fun? And alas, you know, it's it's. Uh, look, I don't mind going on a cruise by myself, but it's way better with friends. That's all. And uh, when when we're talking about this cruise, we got a uh, we have a for every group cruise we line up a number of events. We're doing a Western Caribbean seven night sailing. Before we get there, forget the events for a second. This is all a couple first already, despite the fact this is my technically fourth time on Harmony, but. Anyway, I digress. Um, I'm start. I'm trying a brand new suite of rooms, and I blame. This is not my fault. I booked this room. This is my wife's fault and Annette's fault. Second, it's like if this were if this were a murder case, Marissa would be first degree murder, and Annette would mm-hmm. be whatever it is that people get for helping the murderer do the deed. Accessory. Um, <laughs> accessory to the murder. Yes. Book it, Dan. Mm-hmm. I'll murder one. Um, so uh, there you go,
1: and I will <laughs> and I will take credit for it. I'm sure Marissa will too.
0: Yes. no. a little story. We booked this cruise. When did, we book, when did we book the group cruise in at? Like a number of years ago. 20. Number, I know. It
1: feels like two years ago. I think it was yeah. last. I don't even know.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a while ago. I don't know. Yeah. We booked it. You know, as I often preach, I practice what I preach. We booked the cruise a year ago. And I got, um, we got two ocean view rooms, ocean balcony rooms. Nothing wrong with that. Great room. I was happy with that. We get a room for the kids. We're wonderful. Great. All right. Then. Literally, at the last minute, and my, my wife is on the website, uh, Royal Caribbean's website, and happens to see oh, look, there are uh, Crown Loft suites available, and they're not that much more expensive. And so she she suggested it. I said, huh, that's interesting. Let me go to Annette. Annette, can you look into this for me? And by this point, my wife was like, that's nah, going to be too complicated. Don't worry about it. But an Annette pulled – this is – look, I always tell people about using a travel agent and the virtues of using a travel agent, why it's so good. The amount of work Annette did to make this work, I mean, this was like – I think there are CIA CIA operations that are far simpler than what had to happen for us to get get in on this suite. But nonetheless – It was kind of (laughs) crazy. Yeah. So long story short, we have a Crown Loft suite booked and you're welcome, Annette, because I'm pretty sure you have one too because I booked one.
1: Yes. Yes, because the price was just too amazing. I just couldn't resist. (laughs) Couldn't. Yeah. So sometimes – After all that work for you, I had to have (laughs) one myself.
0: Hey, I mean, if it works out, it works out. So this will be Sky Class again. And we were resigned to the fact that we were going to do a balcony, just regular balcony room. But having Sky Class, having priority embarkation. You know, I've talked about this before that I don't know that I it, – it's not that I'm a huge fan of Royal suite Class in the sense of I think it's a good value or it works for our family. But with the price of where it was, it's like anything in life, right? It's, it's how – one person's expensive as another person cheap same thing here and that the price made sense and to have these, some of these benefits you know hey that that's even better so we booked that we're very very excited for uh, to to go on board and uh, i think it's going to be a wonderful time uh sailing there first time doing crown loft we have never done that before so that comes with a number of of nice benefits and now what are you looking forward to the most about your crown loft suite
1: I'm going to run up the stairs again it won't be on any commercial, but I'm going to run up the stairs again.
0: Oh, I got that to do is, that in
1: Oasis. Yeah,
0: that's an epic yeah. reference right there, my friend. So
1: just saying,
0: uh, and I, you know, what, now, now I have to go look up in the show notes and go find the episode of uh, uh, the, the commercial. So but
1: nobody recognized me because my hair was very different then. So, <laughs> yes. so, but, yeah. <laughs> but so, no, I guess I, I've been on in a crown, long, but only for two nights, which was a waste. <laughs> (laughs) It wasn't a waste waste, but, you know, it's just like you really wanted to enjoy the suite. But I only had two nights to really see the ship. But um, that was an amazing time. And I really want to enjoy the suite a little bit, even though I'm going to be working. Um, And there I can't wait because I love so much going with your groups and getting to know everybody and, you know, go down to be near the pub or the coffee shop, whichever happens to be the open table to be there to talk to everybody, be there to answer their questions, help them out. This is a part of my job that I love. I love. I don't get to see our clients that often. So it's always great to kind of be there as part of the team and be out there to help. Um, but I, I can say I'm going to enjoy a little bit of time in the, in the loft, just quotation marks that nobody can see working. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, the, the, of course, the, the reference earlier, if you had no idea what, uh, what I were talking about, uh, when Oasis of the Seas first came out, Royal Caribbean was doing a number of commercials, and they were including guests and travel agents in it. And there was – Annette somehow managed to get one where uh, she and and Becky Menken, who you may have heard on this podcast as well, there's a clip of them running up and down the stairs in a, in a loft suite. And that commercial was aired like all the time, as I recall. And so we'll up with the link in our show notes of the commercial. You can see Annette's – Oh, that's hysterical. Like, oh, two gosh. and a half seconds of fame. Uh, that was in that commercial.
1: Well, the sad hey. thing is, is, there's four different clips, but that's really the only one that's always out there. But I can say on Anthem of the Seas, I saw the other ones. So, ah, cool.
0: well, they're kind of cool. It's a yeah. Well, only one of us on this podcast has been on a Royal Caribbean commercial, so I you got to give credit where credit is due.
1: Um, I, I do put a little disclaimer. Sorry, disclaimer, this was a special situation on this cruise and a couple of other cruises this fall where Royal found themselves in a situation where some corporate groups canceled, which is why there were select sailings where they saw some of of the suites drop in drastic in price. It doesn't happen that often. I don't think you're going to see it all the time happen like this, just in case other people are going, can't wait to make my final payment. So the suites will drop in price. I don't think that's always going to happen.
0: Right, and also, th- that's a really good point, and I thank you for bringing that up. And also, this, a lot of those rooms were booked before Royal Caribbean made changes to how the suite booking policy and making them non-refundable and whatnot. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right that it's going to become far more rare uh, going forward. But that's what a good travel agent is for. right? They have that stuff, or in my case, my wife and then my travel agent does all the work to make it happen, and you know, <laughs> it works out. So uh, we're doing a Western Caribbean itinerary visiting Labadee, Falmouth, Jamaica, and Cozumel in Labadee. It's a beach day. Love doing that. Uh, we, of course, seen since we're since we're since we uh, sweet guests Annette, I will see you on the sweet only beach, Barefoot Beach in Labadee, which will be a lot of fun. We're actually doing one of one of our events over there also, uh, on Labadee, not in, not in the Sweeto area.
1: I was like, really? You're bringing everybody in?
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, we're doing the we're doing the uh, the Labadusia Appreciation Society which is where we're all going to enjoy Royal Caribbean's signature drink, quite arguably the best drink in the whole fleet, the Labadouzi. together uh, in Labadee. And when we're not drinking Labadoozzi's, we'll be hanging out in our in our uh, suite area, hoping to book a cabana. The cabana's at Barefoot Beach. You can't book until you get uh, talk to the concierge, which now I'm thinking about it. According to this podcast, they should have emailed me already, so I have homework to do after this episode. I think um, they've
1: been a little busy.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Nonetheless... Uh, yep. That's something that we'll be spending the day there. And uh, I and mean, we've talked about Labadee quite a bit. What's your favorite thing about Labadee? What are you, what are you looking forward to? The most? What are you envisioning in your mind right now when you talk about
1: Labadee? I have to say I normally come, do the little meet, and then go back to the ship because there, I can go on and prep for some of the other stuff because it's early in the week. So uh-huh. I still have other stuff that I have to do. So hate to say well, it, but when you guys are busy, I'm kind of working. So um, – <sighs> Look but at that
0: dedication.
1: I am going to spend an hour or so over on the sweet beach because I don't know if I'll ever hit that again. So I want to awesome. be able to go over to Barefoot Beach and hang. So you stay on your side. I'm going to go over here. You're with your wife. That's my vacation time. There you my go. hour or two on the beach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and for Falmouth, Jamaica, we actually have – we always try to do every group group something – we try to do a lot of special things. We have a little bit of surprises lined up for the folks that are in the group cruise. You'll see that when you get on board the ship. But one of the things we've been working on, we spent a lot of time working on this, is we wanted to do some sort of a group event together. And we came up with a really cool shore excursion. And full credit to Annette for coming up with this one. Uh, we, we did this. We've done two different group excursions in the past. I think this one is definitely going to rival all those that we've done before. Annette, why don't you talk to us about what we've got lined up in in Falmouth, Jamaica?
1: Well, this is a shore excursion through Royal. So, for anybody that's a little concerned that you know, well, we might miss our ship. Nope we're we're booked with Royal. Um, we're going to get on a bus. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to have a little bit of all inclusive lunch, drinks on the beach. Um, a little bit of reminiscence of Aruba. Just saying, yeah, gotta got gotta it. go back a little bit. I'm just going to say. Everybody keeps saying bus three, bus one. I do think we're going to be on two different buses. So um, last I heard, we're on two buses. So um, there might be a little competition going on bus one because bus three you know, we rule.
0: <laughs> I just – I I don't know if – the only way you can possibly rival it, Annette, is if the bus driver can do uh, circles in the in the roundabout with no hands while, while driving the bus and, and pumping sweet home Alabama because yeah, that was pretty sure. much the pinnacle right there.
1: It, it really was, but I'm not sure I want to see that in Jamaica.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty cool. It's a VIP beach experience. We've got lunch, some champagne cocktails. Uh, and it's, it's a little our own little secluded beach area to do this together and this is a, one of the ways that we kind of say thank you to all the folks who who uh, gr- uh, book into the group because you know part of the thing with the group cruises is we often talk about you know one of the best ways you can help support Royal Caribbean blog.com is to book into the group. We have a group space and the way that Royal Caribbean works is the larger your group, the more power, if you will, you have to do fun things like this. And the larger your group, the more points, the more power, spending power you have. And so, if folks are supporting me, supporting RoyalCorinBlog.com by booking into the group, I want to give it right back and support you guys. And so, offering an event like this where you can be our guest to join us here and do something fun, I think it's just, it's win win for everybody. And I'm very, very excited for this one. So, I think it's going to be an awesome day. And, uh, it, it, and you know what, Annette, since we're in Falmouth, it, we, when we come back, uh, it might not be a terrible idea if we stopped by the Dairy Queen in Port and had some blizzards in Jamaica.
1: You beat me to it because I was going to yell that out on the bus because that was so <laughs> much fun last time in the rain. Um, but <laughs> that poor lady at Dairy Queen didn't know what was happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there were only a handful of us that actually made it to that event because it was pouring rain in, in Falmouth yeah. that day. So yeah. uh, very few decided to venture off the ship. But, hey, we enjoyed our, our ice cream. Um, and of course, the last uh, port day is Cozumel in Mexico. And I love Cozumel; I've been there a bunch of times. Uh, my wife has a massage scheduled there. What do you? Is this another work day for you? Are you actually, going to uh, do something di- uh, different while you're in port.
1: I'm on the ship. Sorry, I'm on the
0: ship working. Look at I, that dedication. I, I, I
1: know this is you picked the wrong person to be on here. I'm like on <sighs> the work. I'm at work. Sorry,
0: that's yeah. fine. Sorry, I think sorry. I think we're going to do like a little – like we'll have like almost brunch, if you will, in town and then go to the beach for the afternoon because it's September. It's going to be warm in Cozumel and uh, I've seen some really nice photos from Paradise Beach, which is one of the beaches in Cozumel. What's nice about Paradise Beach is that it's it's all a cart. You can show up there and spend like $3 for a chair and that's it or you can go to town. There's like – it's all a cart basically. You pay for only what you use and I think it would be great for the kids because that way I'm not paying for all-inclusive uh, where the kids, when we show up there, are like, I don't want to go swimming. And be like, oh, gosh. It's going to be one of those days, right? Yep. And, you know, we it allows us to go there for as little or as long as we want. Not much investment. And it's a beautiful area. You've been to Paradise Beach before, right?
1: Right. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, while you're doing that, I'm going to be back on the ship in the kitchen cooking cookies and stuff. Because I'm just inviting everybody to, my, to the suite. I wish I could do it when we were sailing away. But it's during dinner time. So anybody that's on the show around 4 o'clock, we can come have sweets in the suite. So I'll be busy baking cookies. <laughs>
0: baking cookies. <laughs>
1: you like I'm that? I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just envisioning you now with an apron and the um, and, and some music playing in the background. And, and, oh, my cookies are done. My cookies are burning. <laughs> running back and forth between, you know, <laughs> that, that stereotypical, like, mom baking cookies thing. But, okay. There you, you go. With it. <laughs> <laughs> now, also in between, and also uh, not only on C days, but on even on some of these port days, we've got events going on. In fact, we we try to schedule one to two events a day. And in terms of the events, by the way, if you're, if you're thinking about joining us for a group cruise, we they're all optional. You can join us for as little or as many of them as you'd like. Uh, most of them are open to everybody. Um, while there, well, I did mention earlier that there are a number of folks who've booked into the group cruise to support what we're doing here. I do recognize that for some people it's not possible. Sometimes people book the cruise before they realize it's a group cruise. Some people are, have a travel agent already. Some people, I don't know, they've got a weird aunt that makes them book a the certain other way. I don't know what the reason is, but... I want... I always want the group cruise to be as inviting as as possible. I've been to some events where it's like, oh, you didn't book this way? Well, you don't get to do it that way, my friend. And I I really try to shy away from that. I try to make people... I want people to feel welcome to join us. And certainly there are some benefits and some special perks for those who book into the group directly. Uh, But we have a number of events that are open to everybody, which is really fun. And... um, Boy, I don't even know where to start with this, because we got, like I said, one or two events a day. Why don't you pick, which event is is popping out in your mind, besides the ones we've already mentioned already?
1: The most important meet that we're going to have is the Lava Flow meet, the very first one. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Let's start with that one, because it's really important to get there. We're going to meet at two in Boleros. Whether you're booked in the group, out of the group, we're all a group. It doesn't matter. Show up. We're going to have lanyards for everybody. I've got document packages for those that were booked with the group. So you get your other little goodies. But you, that's a great way to start to see your old friends that you just cruised with, another cruise you know, ago with a group, or also just to meet other people. So that's the perfect time to get in, get involved, start meeting people. Everybody's so friendly. They're just so friendly.
0: Absolutely, uh, it's it's well said. It's a fun event, and we've been doing it for a couple times now, and, and it's really nice. Uh, it's it's a really fun one. Um, you know, uh, one event that we did the last group cruise it was kind of almost it was it was not a it wasn't a throwaway, but it was an event that we just kind of like okay, well, sure, let's do it because somebody suggested it. we're doing a formal night group photo. photos. We're all dressed up anyway. We'll do that one. That's an easy one to, to put together and uh, have that. We're also got a couple new events this year. Uh, we have or this group cruise, I should say. Uh, We're playing Super Password. Annette, do you remember the classic game show, Super Password?
1: I I do. And after doing – oh, I just went blank on what it was we did on on the Allure. Or the Navigator. Match game. Oh, my goodness. After doing that, I can't imagine what's going to happen with Super Password.
0: (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) And uh, we're doing – it's basically a Royal Caribbean version of Super Password. So that will be a lot of fun. And we're also doing a Columbus party. If you've never seen Columbus, the musical – our family's favorite Broadway or not even Broadway, any show on a Royal Caribbean ship. We're going to do this together. We're going to be able to sit together and it'll be fun. And, and who doesn't love, you know, Shark singing Margaritaville. I'm just saying. So, um, actually I think it's yeah. cheeseburger in paradise, but it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm very, very excited for it. We got a lot no, of I'm fun that's lined up. Yeah. Um, I, I really, oh, man, I, the, and again, Unfortunately, the the other way to really understand it, how a group cruise works and how much fun it is, is for you to actually be on the group cruise with us to enjoy it. Now, if you're saying, wow, this sounds awesome, uh, Matt and Annette, how do I join you? Well, unfortunately, you missed the the window of opportunity for this particular sailing. However, we do have two other sailings coming up in 2018. We have Explore the Seas to Alaska out of Seattle, Washington, seven nights, round trip from Seattle, June 22nd. And then we also have... Mm-hmm. That's right. And then we also have in November 2018, we're going on so excited. the the next world's largest cruise ship, Symphony of the Seas. Uh, I believe it's November 17th, if I'm not mistaken. And that's going to be a seven night yeah, sailing also.
1: Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving with but- us. What's been,
0: who, who else would you want to spend Thanksgiving with? Your family? I know. Come on. No, you want to celebrate it with Annette and Karen Bartell and Wilson and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe not so much Brandon. But everybody else will be a lot of fun on there. I can't wait. I know that uh, we got some great ones. Anyway, if you want more information about all of our group cruises and how you can get a complimentary, no obligation quote, Go to royalcoreanblog.com dot com slash events. blog dot com slash events. I will also post a link on our show notes to that link, so that way you can find that uh, more easily. And uh, Annette, I my only my only. I have one. Yes, go ahead. Sorry,
1: I was going to say you forgot about like the really cool thing we do with the end of the cruise.
0: The live, live
1: podcast podcast recording. where everybody gets to talk about how much how much fun they did.
0: That's right. In fact, so this episode, two weeks from now, you'll hear that episode right over here. And that's where we sat. We sit down on the ship, and I try not to do all the talking. I try to let everyone else do the talking, talking about our cruise experience and sharing what we did, what we liked about it, new things we tried. Maybe some people's first time on Royal Caribbean, first time on an Oasis-class ship, first cruise in general. There are some of those, in fact. And regardless, it's going to be a lot of fun to be able to to do that. So I'm very, very excited for uh, our, op- for that. And there's so many great events. I mean, we are doing that, you know, we're doing uh, the, I mentioned the Lava Doozy already, uh, the bar crawl, sailway party. Out. We're
1: going down the uh, abyss during the bar crawl.
0: Yes. We're working that into the bar crawl this year. You know, when in Rome, we've got to get down to the boardwalk. Somehow we're going to uh, start out and then go down the, um, the ultimate abyss because, Hey, it's there. And why not? So, uh, that's the kind of fun things that we do. So it's, I, I'm And we add, add too. that too.
1: How about what we did last time where we had like the impromptu putt-putt meet?
0: Oh yeah, no, that's absolutely true. A lot of times we do a lot more events than what's on the schedule because like you said, last year, uh, when we were, or, oh, last year, last group cruise, when we were on mm-hmm. Navigator, we said, let's go do a, a, the mini golf course together. Cause it's something we, I think everybody wants to do anyway, but everything's better with friends. And yeah, we, so we, we, we had foursomes and we went out there and. You know, I don't think anybody s- was really
1: good at it, but okay.
0: Yeah, no, I was I was awful. I was uh, I was really bad at it. I think everyone realized why I blog, and I don't have any, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not any kind of athlete or I don't know someone with coordination. But it was still fun. And when there's some some events, a lot one of the events that ends up happening all the time is sailway uh, meets. Anyway, you know, we're sailing away from a certain port. Let's just whoever can come up to yep. the pool deck. Let's you know watch that. So yeah, and watch everybody awesome. Periscope.
1: That's a meet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's kind of a thing. We are geeks. I mean, we all, you know, <laughs> let's face it. But we're, we're, we're proud of that. So uh, my only problem with that, honestly, I only got one issue with this whole group cruise, is that it's not here yet. I want to go on now.
1: I know. I know. I Well, I need one more day to, to finish prepping. Can we just wait one more day?
0: No. I want to go now. I want it now.
1: Oh, it'll be here soon <laughs> enough. I'm telling you. Yes. All
0: right. Well, Annette, see you on board the ship. I can't wait.
1: All right. See everybody soon.
0: All right, my friends. Time to answer your listener emails. This is the part of the episode where we read your emails that you sent me about some aspect of Royal Caribbean cruising. And we answer it right here on the podcast. If you want to do so yourself, you can send me an email. Matt, m a t t at com. Matt at dot com. Carl's our first emailer. He says... Regarding the deck plan date ranges, I think the date ranges on Royal Caribbean deck plans are more related to changes in cabin categories that occur from time to time, and not physical changes from Dry Dock. Every so often, they change the entire category naming system, and occasionally, they change the category on individual cabins. Carl, thank you for the email. That's honestly a really good point, so thank you. Uh, next, we've Neil from... Enza De Vincenzo, I hope I said that right. And Enza writes, Hello, I love your podcast, and we've been obsessed with it since I booked my very first welcoming cruise the other day. So I'm booked for May 2018 on Adventure of the Sea's Bahamas seven-night cruise. And I'm so excited about it. It'll be me and my boyfriend. We both have cruise separately before this. But this is our first cruise together, but not our first vacation together. Anyway, I have a few specific questions pertaining to upgrading to an owner suite on the specific cruise I'm booked on. Before I make final payment, I'd love to know specifically what's included in this upgrade. Because I'm booking an inside room and have to and have to pay for extra a la carte like the drink package, internet, dining, and shore excursions, I'm interested in purchasing a private journey for the Nassau Bahamas port centered around shopping and visiting the casino at last for a few hours. Considering all these costs will be around give or take let's well, say two thousand dollars more to upgrade, are all these a la carte expenses plus the interior room? So my question is, do you think it's worth the upgrade? And if I do upgrade. Will I still have to pay for extras mentioned a la carte or will the mentioned extras be included in the price of the upgrade? Please advise. I'm so excited and thank you. I think for the first experience in the suite, it's all be worth the extra two to two and a half thousand dollars. Thanks for listening and looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the podcast. I forgot to mention that the price would go from $1,700 to $5,900. Please advise. Enza, so that is a really tough question. So a couple things. There are some of those up, of those add-ons that are included when you go to a suite. The internet is one of them. If you get, you're going to owner Suite, the internet will be included. The drink package will not be included. However, however, you will get, as part of being a suite guest, you get access to the concierge lounge, which does have alcoholic beverages available to you. Now, granted, that doesn't help you when you're at the pool when you want to drink. You, you'd have to get up and go back to the concierge lounge to get a drink. It's not very, not very conducive, not very easy to do, right? So, um... Uh, specialty dining is not included with the owner suite. Short excursions are not as well. The, you have to go to what's called Star Class, and these are the top, top, top rooms. Uh, owner suites only Sky Class. If you do Sky, a uh, Star Class, then you do get the drink package included, the internet, the dining, especially dining, and more uh, as part of that price. But you're going to pay. I mean, you're probably looking at. I would. I'm going to be guessing closer to about ten thousand dollars for that option. It's very pricey. and in a lot of the cases, when you're talking about upgrading the suites. Uh, not always, I guess, as you heard earlier in this episode, I happen to get a great upgrade opportunity, but it depends on the price seventeen hundred to fifty nine hundred dollars. I mean, you're going from an inside to a owner suite. It's fifty nine hundred dollars. I don't. You know, I think you and your boyfriend, so that's two people. Not the worst price in the world for an owner suite. It's not a great price either. It's kind of like a not terrible. Is what I would say about that price. And I, you know, it's not to say you're still going to have to spend that. You're still going to have to buy the drink package. You're still going to have to do the dining shore excursions and whatnot. But when you're talking about sweets, what it's really about is pampering yourself. There's no value proposition to it. What I mean by that is uh, with the sky class is not to say that if I upgrade to all this, I'll be actually saving money by going there. No, that's not how sweets work. Sweets are just they're they're perks. It's like, why do you buy a Cadillac or a BMW or a Rolls Royce or, uh, or, a, or, a, or a Porsche, right? You buy those cars because not because they they get you to, you know from point A to point B any faster or any better they're just perk they're pampering yourself you're rewarding yourself same is true of sweets and you got to look at it from that perspective so now you said it's your first cruise and you, know, you want to do a little special that's not you wouldn't be the first person to do that and spending you know another two to two and a half thousand dollars extra hey if it's not going to break the bank. Sure. Do you have to do it? No. Could you – would someone probably be saying, you know what? You're probably better off just upgrading to a balcony room, saving you – no, know, let's, like, let's call it $1,000 just for argument's sake. That'll pay for all those upgrades that you mentioned earlier, right? You know, the, the drink package, uh, the internet. Uh, you know, the internet will be included with your Sky class, with the owner suite, but it's probably the cheapest upgrade <laughs> you've got listed over there. Uh, so I, I kind of think you probably the, – the, the middle ground of booking maybe a balcony – wouldn't be a bad idea. Granted, you don't get on all those perks, but the money years, you're still paying a bit more out of pocket now, but not as much, and that'll kind of you know, keep your budget from going too crazy on that. So I hope that answers your question, Ed. It's a really good question. I appreciate you sending that in here. Next, we have an email from Doug from Boston. Matt, in addition to making me hungry, your recent podcast all about the food options and tricks for getting special extras on board reminded me of one of my favorite stories from a cruise. Back in February 2016, my girlfriend and I were on an adventure this season with some amazing table mates. The first night, one of them was offered an onion roll, and he joked, being Italian, he'd love it if there was garlic bread. The following night at dinner, and for the rest of the cruise, our wait have made sure our table had a heaping pile of garlic bread to accompany our dinner. It was a simple gesture, but it showed their attention to detail, sense of humor, and willingness to make our cruise even better. My girlfriend and I still can't get garlic bread at a restaurant without mentioning this fun memory. Keep up the great work on the podcast, and thank you for everything you do on the blog, Doug. That's an awesome. That's I love that. In fact, I remember along a similar vein, the reason I started under you know discovering that you could do what Doug just mentioned here, which is you kind of get certain foods brought to your your dining room table in the main dining room is I think I don't know if it was the first Royal Caribbean cruise but it was one of them. Anyway, we were at the at the main dining room and our waiter was from Turkey and my father what I think he remember he asked the waiter uh, if it was possible to get a certain breakfast arrangement. He my my father likes a, an assortment of fresh vegetables for breakfast. Uh, that's kind of like his thing. And he's kind of describing what he wants—you know, sliced tomatoes, sliced cucumbers, some onions, some, you know, all this—and the waiter says, "Oh yeah, that's like a—we call that Turkish breakfast." And okay, call it whatever you want. We have it, and lo and behold, we had it every morning in the main dining room, waiting for us. And that kind of is the same vein—is that you know, a you got to ask, but b don't assume what's on the menu. It's just what's on the menu. And you know, if you make the request ahead of time, you can get those kinds of things there. And worse to tell you is, no, we can't make it, but they have the ingredients they'll do that for you. It's, it is super awesome and I'm glad that now every time you have garlic bread, Doug, that's all you think about is that cruise. That's, that's the best thing right there. I love that. Uh, our next email comes to us from Chad from Appleton, Wisconsin. Matt took a great relaxing cruise in December 2016 on Liberty of the Seas while in Grand Cayman, we took the island tour and Tiki Beach excursion. One of the stops was at the Tortuga Rum Company store, where you could sample the rum and rum cakes. Both were quite yummy. I know you cannot bring the alcohol back to your room, as it is held for you until you return back to your final port. For us, that was in Galveston. But in Galveston, I noticed that there were some tables set up right after going through customs, asking if we had purchased alcohol or tobacco. We had not. We are now taking a cruise on a waste of the season in March. I was wondering if you could shed some light on the process once coming back to the United States regarding declaring the purchases. Are there taxes due, or how does that work uh, with these luscious libations this time around? Good question, Chad. So, Texas has its own rules, much like many things in life. They, they, they kind of march to the beat of their own drum. And. The Texas alcohol rules are different than the rest of the country. And in fact, you may have noticed on Liberty, there were only like a couple of bars open on embarkation day while you were docked in Galveston. Whereas literally every other port, you don't find that, that, that restriction on there. So, Texas is weird. What works in the rest of the places out there, Chad, and we're going to find when you go on Oasis in Port Canaveral, is they'll take your, your liquor when when you get on board the ship, right? They'll confiscate it. The last night of your cruise, they'll give it back to you. They'll deliver it to your stateroom, and then you take it on your merry way. So, pretty easy to go. Uh, it's just that, for some reason, I think, they, I think it has to do with the taxes there in Galveston, that there's something more assessed, and they've got to handle it that way. So, Next email from Brian, who writes, Matt, just to your credit card episode, and in the, in the emails, you we were talking about renting a car to go from Orlando to Port Canaveral. I wholeheartedly agree with that, but I wanted to add a cautionary tale to this t- idea of splitting up the party and dropping a. Uh, people at the port and vice versa. I think it's a good idea at embarkation with a caveat below, but wouldn't separate the party to get the rental car back for the return trip. The rental car facilities are small, and if something happens and they don't have the car you reserved that's big enough to haul everyone in their luggage, you may need to get an additional vehicle and you need the additional driver who's back at the port. In 2011, we were on Eastern Caribbean Itinerary on Freedom of the Seas. On the last day of the trip, somewhere east of the Bahamas, there was a medical emergency that necessitated the ship to backtrack to NASA to unload the passenger to the closest Hospital. Uh, because of this, the Freedom of the Seas didn't return to Port Canaveral until 11 o'clock in the morning, at least four hours behind schedule. People had already arrived to the port, so it was jammed. Due to the backup, they had closed traffic heading into the port, so I would have left my family at the port and picked up the vehicle, but I wouldn't be able to get them. The rental car facilities were overflowing since the disembarking passengers on Freedom hadn't picked up their cars to clear the lot for the arriving passengers. The Avis had to had to double the amount of cars there. So, So I guess if the ship is late, don't separate. Brian, thank you for the email and that's a really good point. Yes, you probably should exercise some caution there and that's a great point, you know, the ship is late don't separate. I've never run into that kind of a situation. Obviously, you know, uh-huh. those are the kind of things that can happen and Brian, I appreciate you bringing this to light because it's it's important to recognize that and know about that so that way you're you're properly prepared for that kind of a scenario, you know, and um, it's I, I would argue that, I mean, it's not very likely for what happened to you to happen to most people. And I think that by and large, you'll be okay. And I think that with this age of cell phones, it's fairly it's easy enough to communicate back and forth. But yes, I understand. You have a very, very valid point. And I don't think that it's worth discounting. But I think that you just have to, uh, you know, weigh all the options there. I think overall, uh, I think, and I think you're in agreement with me, Brian. Dropping off, you know, when you're on embarkation day, drop everybody off at the port. Go back to the return the car all alone. I don't think that's that's a terrible idea, and obviously coming back, well, exercise a little bit of caution there. If you're on time, you're on schedule. I don't think that that pro, that pro, actually, I mean, that policy is a big deal. I, it, it's less of an issue going to the terminal than it's coming back, but you'll see. Um, yeah, I, but it, it's a fair point. Thank you for bringing it up, Brian. Our next email comes to us from. Lucy Russell who writes, we're going on Liberty in the in December. My question is, how can I take bottled water on the cruise? We're all over 21, six people going. And what are the few fun things for us to do on the cruise? Thanks for all the help and love your blog. Lucy, very good question. So, officially, Lucy, Royal Caribbean's policy is you cannot bring bottled water or any soft drinks or any, any beverages outside of two bottles of wine on the cruise. That's the official policy written down and you look it up and if you were to ask Royal Caribbean, they would tell you the same thing. However, Lucy, you can bring bottled water and and or soft drinks, not alcohol. Alcohol is banned. You can't bring it unless it's two bottles of wine per stateroom. But you can't bring beer. You can't bring liquor. It's just it's banned. They'll confiscate it. End of story. But the reality is they kind of look the other way when it comes to bottled water and and soft drinks and the like. Reason being, eh, it's not really the issue. The, the reason why alcohol is banned primarily is because it cuts into Royal means earnings. So people spend a lot of money on alcohol on board the ship. Bottled water, eh. There's a lot of legit reasons for having bottled water, besides the fact that you just want to save some money. So, long story short, they kind of look the other way. So what you want to do, Lucy, is put the bottled water in your carry-on luggage. Basically, that's stuff that the porters, not the stuff the porters take, the stuff that you take from your car or rental car or airplane or whatever, and you carry with you on board the ship, and you bring to your room physically on your own. Uh, That's a little more effort on your part, but that's the way to do it. The reason why you don't want to put it in your... Uh, checked luggage is when Royal Caribbean does their security check they're going to run through the x-ray machine Uh they're going to see bottles the x-ray machine they can't tell if it's bottled water or bottled alcohol so what's going to happen is they're going to flag your luggage that means your luggage is going to be delivered and at some point later that evening you're going to get called down to the quote unquote naughty room and you have to go claim it and you have to go open up your luggage and have to look through all your stuff and be like oh it's bottled water okay this happened to me once and in the, my wife put bottled water in, in luggage because we had our, uh, our one of our kids with us who was still on bottles, you know, formula. And so we needed bottled water for that. Anyway, you don't want to be in that situation. So bring it on, carry on, and basically employ a don't ask, don't tell policy. Meaning, don't ask anybody about it. Don't tell when you have it. Just the same way you don't tell or ask anybody about your underwear. Always, I hope you don't. <laughs> you just you just bring it on board and don't say anything, and they'll look the other way. Bottom line. That's how it works. That's how many, 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 many people have, have had success with. Technically, they could confiscate it, but I would be quite honestly very, very shocked if that happened because I everybody goes about this way. For people who want to bring on a certain brand of soda or, or bottled water, this is how you do it. So, It's a very good question, uh, Lucy. Thank you for, for sending in your email. Uh next we have an email from Tracy Tompkins who is also a Royal Caribbean blog insider. Thank you Tracy. Uh, Greetings, madam. writing to you with this email while sitting in the schooner bar watching the poor unfortunate souls leaving Oasis of the Seas. We're waiting for staff to process us on our back-to-back cruise. Night before the cruise, we stayed at the Hampton Inn Cocoa Beach. We used their park and cruise package. Total was $222, and they didn't charge for two weeks. We met in the lobby at 9.50 a.m. for the shuttle, and we were in the terminal by 10.30. Check-in took all of 10 minutes. We were in a junior suite, which got us in the suite waiting area. They called the suite section first aboard, and we were on the promenade by 11 a.m. The crew member took walk. The crew member walked around and told us to board. She said they they tell sweet guests face to face to avoid the rush that occurs when boarding announcements commence. The junior suite was very nice, plenty of room with a huge bathroom and balcony. We got the the, the deluxe beverage package. We had coffee, fresh oranges, mineral water, and booze for us, so it was well worth it. We also did the three night dining package. Our favorite restaurants in order: One Fifty Central Park, Sabor. You're so right about the guacamole. Giovanni's, Izumi Hibachi, Johnny Rockets for breakfast, Chops. Park Cafe, with the breakfast sandwich. Cafe Promenade, coffees are very good. Sorrento's, Winjamer, in the main dining room. Our favorite drinks, Lava Flow, Mudslide, Melon Mojito, Mai Tai, Kraken, and Coke. Favorite bars, Vintages, Globe and Atlas, Trellis, On Air. Favorite activities, Trivia, we want a couple of pens. Bingo, Flowrider, and Zipline. Our favorite pool, the cantilevered hot tubs. Favorite ports, Lobbity, we got the Cabana, it was worth every penny. Cozumel, and Falmouth. Uh, in Falmouth, due to uh, all the recent drama about Falmouth, I decided to do some research. I walked out of the port into town and walked around. There was visible security, and nobody offered me anything illegal, unethical, or immoral. Our favorite shows: Frozen in Time, The Comedians, Come Fly with Me, Oasis of Dreams. And we didn't unfortunately get to see cats. My disappointments: My time dining it really didn't work for us. Next week, we'll, next week we have traditional, so we can compare. Chops: uh, The food was good, but the atmosphere was loud and a bit chaotic. American Icon Grill in the main dining room. Food was average. We were hoping it would be better next week in the different dining room. Service overall was outstanding. Everyone from cabin steward to guest services did a great job. We had a minor issue with billing discrepancies. We had a three-night meal package but got charged for Giovanni's. There's also a phantom charge of $10. When I went to guest services, they rectified the situation quickly and courteously. I'll let you know about the week two when I return. Thanks. Tracy, thank you for the email. This is great. Love the breakdown of it. Perfectly written. Well, I know you're back from your cruise already, but I hope you had an even better second sailing, and thank you for sharing it here. Uh, so, we have one more, one more email, and it is from Heather Alexander writes, teacher fireman here from Periscope, and yes, 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 we need Royal Caribbean blog beer koozies. That's the email right there, folks, and Heather, I've got to get, I've got to get those happening. I think you're right. I've just got to find a means of which to offer them to all of you, and I would... If there is a demand for it, who am I to say no? Heather, thank you for the email. Thank you to everybody for the email, and thank you for listening to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Of course, you can reach us anytime. Send me an email with your questions, comments, anything on your mind about Royal Caribbean. Send an email to matt at Caribbeanblog.com, M-A-T-T at com. So until next time, I'm Matt Hotchberg and we'll talk again soon.